How much protein should I eat per day? Good morning if you're coming in. If you're on replay, drop a replay below. If you find this helpful, like, share it. Hopefully someone will find it and make a better choice today because you know there's so much information out there. There's swap, swap this for this, swap dairy milk for this milk, swap this butter for this butter. Start doing these sausages instead of these. Um, you'll save calories, you'll save um, carbohydrates. And these could be great, but then are we, what are we talking about? Vitamin B12 here, iodine, are we talking about other nutrients, protein in this? Um, is it gonna be as beneficial for someone who's already eating a high fiber diet? If there's an extra two grams of fiber in these vegan sausages compared to the normal sausages you have, is that even gonna be beneficial to someone? Yet we look at that and go, oh yeah, there's more fiber. Fiber is really good. I can increase my fiber by two grams by having these vegan sausages, but at what cost are there? Is there B12 in these sausages? Am I getting as much protein in these sausages now? So anyway, I digress. How much protein um, should we have? And I've kind of answered the question a little bit there because it does depend on how much you're currently having to what I would suggest to someone. Like, are you right now just really simply having like a hand-sized portion of protein roughly at each meal? Are you having protein at every meal? Some kind of protein. And, you know, we have higher quality sources of protein, dairy, meat, eggs, soy. Generally, by higher quality, we mean complete amino acid profile. So they contain, if you imagine you're building a wall, they contain all the bricks you need to build the wall, aka muscle, aka cellular recovery. You know, think of protein as needed for digestion, for our, every cell in our cells, repair, DNA, skin, hair, nails. People say to me, now I'm a split nails. I don't have split nails anymore. And I'm like, wow, that's, um, that's a good byproduct of um, getting fit, stronger, leaner, improving your mobility, toning up, fitting clothes, being able to wear boots that now fit round. You can actually do them up. All these things that come up, it's not a bad byproduct as well. But so when it comes to the protein, the benefit you get, like, just increasing it will provide a benefit and you'll almost get away with having less if you're already having a lot less. So if you look at the recommendation, the recommendations set by the World Health Organization are 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight, 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. So if you weigh 100 kilograms and uh, that would suggest that you need 80 grams a day to meet your minimum requirement to meet your needs. Now, given that that is set to avoid deficiency, that is a little bit uh, on the lower side. And given that we have such access to foods, maybe not tomatoes, I believe, um, but given we have such access to fast foods, you know, carbs, biscuits, cakes, processed foods, that if we're not putting protein in, we've got to put something in. And given that protein hits our hunger hormones, hits our satiety um, hormones, makes us feel fuller for longer, also helps us cease eating quicker, um, generally, this could help us manage our food intake, especially in an obesogenic environment we live in, where food is everywhere. So first and foremost, that is quite a low target and the research has shown very 
much it's safe to eat a high protein diet there's no questions about that um you know some studies up to three grams per kilogram but i wouldn't recommend that but if you can push towards like 1.2 grams per kilogram maybe even benefits to 1.6 grams per kilogram if you want a number that would may have some additional benefits in there beyond that the benefits will mainly come from probably you eating less of something else. Like there's only so much protein you can eat before you're like, I'm just so full up. And that's what a lot of the studies show. They're like, I literally can't eat anymore. And when you consider that hunger is such a key thing around nutrition diets, then that can play a role in it. Not to mention the muscle recovery, you know, muscular recovery and, and the need for protein as we age from a mobility point of view, from osteoporosis, from um, blood sugar control management. We know that having protein at breakfast can help with your blood sugar control management as well. Um, you look at studies on like whey protein, having a protein shake at, at breakfast can help better control blood glucose level. Protein at breakfast subconsciously lowers food intake throughout the day. So there's all these benefits. And first and foremost, I'd say get into a habit of trying to have protein as many meals as you can. Set that as your target. Maybe today, I'm going to try and have protein each meal. See if that helps me keep fuller for longer. If I'm struggling, you know, think of things like yogurt. Make it simple. Maybe it is a protein shake. Maybe it's a protein bar. Maybe it's meat, eggs, vegan alternatives, tofu, whatever. Trying to get them into the diet in some place um, each meal. Then if you want more of a number, have a look. How much are you eating at the moment? Is it set if you want more of a target, 1.2 grams per kilogram or so? All of a sudden, we're adding that in. We're probably going to take something out from somewhere else and it's probably likely to be maybe those snacks if we're a bit fuller now for longer can we are we more in control then you know we it's almost like you're adding in calories and it sounds odd but i'm telling you to add in foods here and it seems odd at the start but then if we add in say two three hundred calories and an afternoon snack like some greek yogurt some blueberries with that or whatever and then in the evening, we're like more in control and we subconsciously then eat less. Like there was one study, uh, they looked at um, comparing Greek yogurt, um, uh, not Greek, it was just yogurt, but a yogurt snack compared to like a biscuit, like um, like like a cheese and biscuit kind of thing. And um, they found that unsurprisingly, when you had a more protein-based snack, people then ate less at the next meal. And my point in here, it was not massive, like you know, 100 odd calories or so less at the next meal. But you add that into a lifestyle and that's where you get the significant changes. That's where the magic happens with that. Those small changes were out. So at the very least, can you make sure you get protein in every meal? Number one. Number two, if you want a number around 1.2 grams per kilogram, let me know where you're at. If you're around that already, let me know. If you want to write it down for a day, track it for a day, have a look where you're at. It's worth doing sometimes to see where you're at. So I hope that helps. Any questions, as always, let me know and I'll see you soon. Take care.